So Patrick's with us here outside. That is Big Ben there, unfortunately, behind the scaffolding. But uh, Patrick lives here in the UK and he's down in London here for the event. So I was in We just attended. Patrick, uh, what is your feeling, your personal feeling going into Monday's here? Uh, I, I'm, I'm very I'm very positive uh, because uh, of all the support that's been building, the fact that there's uh, Prime Minister's questions, there's people talking about it in that building behind us in the House of Commons. That wasn't happening eight months ago. Uh, and all these thousands of people that have come out, that, that wasn't happening. When Jimmy Assange got arrested, there was about 40 or 50 of us in Belmarsh Prison. And uh, look at it now. Yeah. So this means that it's, it's getting traction. It's, it's, uh, and, and that means there's going to be pressure on politicians, pressure on the judiciary. Because it, as we said when we interviewed it long ago on this, that the, the decisions that are made inside the court do not happen in a vacuum. They're very much uh, influenced by what, what's happening outside the court. So this is important, but, but what's happening in, now in government is important. And the media, and I think it's getting so ridiculous now. It was all the, all the, pardon my French, all the bullshit is falling to the wayside now because we're coming down to the main event. Bullshit's hitting the fan. Yes, we're at the main event. So people are beginning to see now that this case is, is held together by band-aids and matchsticks on the United States side. And as much as they want to uh, throw Julian Assange into the uh, the basement of Fort Leavenworth or Terre Haute, Indiana, or whatever, the fact of the matter is we're going to have a very hard time uh, make, putting this case together and making it work. And you talked about external factors here. You live here in Britain, so you know very well about what's going on with the Harry Dunn case. Yes. And also Lewis, I think his name, a businessman who has been extradited. Tell us how those two cases could impact Julian. It's caused anger in Britain has in both of those cases. Well, this is an the timing of this is interesting, especially post Brexit, because Britain is meant to be independent, is meant to be standing on its two feet. Right. They, they've evoked national national pride in uh, and, and, and the whole against movement Brussels, not Washington. against Brussels. So, but does that mean that Britain becomes a vassal state of the United States? And there's people saying this now because of the Harry Dunn case. Both of those cases are important, but because Harry Dunn is a teenager and it was a hit and run, it was just so egregious. And and the, uh, the, the, the culprit is a, is a U.S. intelligence operative or wife of. Um, and, and so that's very emotive. And what happened to her? She, what, what did she do after the um, she, killing she, this She court? gave a breathalyzer uh, when the police came. Okay. And then she uh, left three weeks. She absconded three weeks later to the United States. And Britain is trying to get her extradited here. Is that right? Yeah. So she's, she's been charged by the Crown Prosecution Service? She has in absentia. She's been charged with, uh, uh, she, she would likely convicted with dangerous driving. Um, she might not serve any time, right. but that's not the point. Right. The point is there's a double standard, and, and, it, and it shows this precedent that uh, the United States does not honor the extradition treaty between the U.S. and Britain. So why should Britain honor the same treaty with the United States? That's the question with Julian Assange on a much bigger case with huge, profound implications globally and for the press. Now, now Corbyn got Johnson to admit that this should be looked at, that it's a lopsided uh, extradition treaty, as Corbyn called it. He said, yes, I think we certainly should look at that, that the right honorable gentleman has a point. Then he brought up Assange. 
So could it have an impact on the Assange case? He did sneak that in he nicely. He snuck it in, yeah. It was, it was, After it was setting up Johnson. Very well done. And, yeah. I'm, and I hope I hope it's going to become obvious that you can't just stand around and let this happen. He should be released now. The trial should be thrown out uh, on Monday. Uh, there's, it's, it's absolutely politicized. This is why the defense, in my opinion, brought up this point about the Dana Rohrabacher visit, right. uh, which was already known. Right. But they, they, they brought that up again, I think, on purpose to show that it is already politicized. There was already a quid pro quo uh, that was Do happening. you think that the defense will or should put a motion to dismiss immediately because the prosecuting government eavesdropped on the conversations that the, that the defendant had with his lawyers that would be thrown out of any other case yes, immediately? And, and then there's that. And, that, and that's, they, they have, the defense has so many, so many slam dunks to throw this case out right now, and Julian Assange should not be incarcerated. The problem is I, the, the forces that are behind there that Christian Harperson was talking about today, he said there are dark forces at play. There's dark forces behind. These are the same dark forces that are droning people, that are killing people. Uh, that, that's, what, that's what we're dealing with here. So as much as there are good people in government or good people in, in uh, the judiciary that would like to you know, see the end of this and just, just wash their hands a bit, the fact is there's some powerful forces behind the to keep this game going for as long as possible even if it means they're going to eventually let him go or do an extradition deal to ship him off to France or whatever um, even if but that whole process is to keep him on ice for as long as possible because I'll tell you something Julian Assange is especially during this election he is one of the most uh, influential political voices now on social media a thought leader an intellectual and he has absolute symbolic uh, ironclad street credentials in terms of free speech and freedom of the press right now. So you think they'll keep him gagging at least after the election? At least, at least. Patrick, thank you yeah. so much. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. We'll see you around. Have you be at Belmarsh? Uh, I will. Okay. Yeah. See you there. I'll be there in the scrum. <laughs>